0: Welcome back to Soul Seeker. This is part of the five-part series about ayahuasca. If you don't know what I'm talking about, then you might want to go back to the two previous podcasts because I'm doing a bit of a series here to document what it was like doing ayahuasca for the first time and what drove me to wanting to do it. You know, I did ayahuasca in April of 2019. At the time of recording this right now, it's October. So here it is six months later, and I'm finally really, really telling you guys about my experience about ayahuasca. Because two weeks after doing it, it had to be around May, I did a five-part blog series, and I was very vulnerable and uh, shared everything. And the plan with Soul Seeker was to always talk about my experience with ayahuasca, and I have with my guests, but what I haven't done is give you the blog in the audio format. So that's what this is. It's, uh, think of it as audible, it's gonna be me just uh, reading a blog. So, with that, I just wanna let you guys know that this is part two of the five part series. This one is all about breath work. Let's go ahead and get started. It all started with breath work. Three days prior to my journey, With ayahuasca, I met my future facilitators for the first time for a breathwork session. What does breathwork even mean? Well, at the time, I wasn't sure, and to be honest, I was a little skeptical. I've tried a variation of yoga called kundalini not too long ago, which is all centered around breathing more than movement. I didn't feel anything from kundalini, and this was the cause for my skepticism heading into my breathwork session. And I'm going to go a bit off script there because uh, since writing this, I've done kundalini a lot and I have a lot of respect for kundalini, so I don't want to seem like I'm knocking it. The reason why I wrote that though is because I've heard people pitch their kundalini as like transformational and, you know, it gets you in another state and I just didn't feel that from kundalini. So I was like, okay, this is called transformational breathwork, but is it going to be quote unquote transformational? That's kind of where my head was at when I wrote this. So anyways, back to the vlog. But I knew the breath work would be essential in preparing me for my ayahuasca journey. The breathwork session I had was the most incredible experience of my life. Mind you, I was under no drugs, alcohol, or any substances that would alter my consciousness. Just my breath and I. The whole process was about two and a half hours long. It began with a get-to-know-you session with my facilitators. They were so caring and loving as they helped me open up to the root of why I wanted to do breathwork and ayahuasca in general. Next, we fine-tuned my intention so I could always go back to my intention. The key, as they told me, would be to always go back to your breath. The breathing. The breathwork is three counts breathing with your stomach raised and one count exhale as you lower your stomach. For me, this style of breathing was very tricky, and to go off script, it still is. I have a hard time breathing in while letting my stomach rise. The tricky part is as you raise your stomach, you must also breathe through your heart before you exhale. I had issues breathing through my heart. My instructor was extremely helpful by guiding me through my breath and accessing pressure points on my chest to help me breathe through my heart let go off script a little there. So um, it's very hard to picture, but you're laying on your back with blindfold on, there's music and you're breathing up, like raising your belly up three counts. And then one quick exhale with your belly in. And it's kind of like a wave where your stomach is raised and then it comes through your chest and your heart and then it goes down. And Um, it's a little tricky to get in the groove, but I'm going to talk about that a little bit more in some tips or, or tactics they use to get you in the groove. The music. Did I mention there's music? Think of the soothing and calming music you would hear in a yoga class. This is next level though. Since all you are focused on is your breath, the music is literally feeling like it is cleansing your soul. Loud screams. The breathing intensifies after you begin to gain a rhythm. You begin to change your exhales from a simple just one breath out to a loud almost shout like, "ah," known as toning. This awe ah is similar to the yoga om because it's long, deep, and consistent in its length until you have nothing left to exhale. The difference is, this is almost like a shout or even a scream. You're letting it all out, however loud you need it to be. Kicking and screaming. They call this the tantrums. You bang your feet and hands up and down while laying on your back. While doing this, you shout out your, ah, which is the toning. From time to time, my instructor would come over to help push it all out. He would lean over me while I'm lying on my back and hold my arms tightly as I would push with my legs against his chest. All the while as you exhale doing this, you let out your ah. This kicking and screaming phase, as I call it, is where all the magic happened. When we were done, I went back to my three stomach heart breaths in and one count exhale out. What I noticed is my breath eventually guided me. I was no longer in my head, consciously breathing in this foreign fashion It just happened naturally without me even thinking about it. I was now breathing in a rhythm that felt like a wave from my belly through my chest and heart to exhaling out. It's a magical experience. My body felt as though it was floating. Being reborn. At some point, my fists began to clench. As they clenched deeper and deeper, I noticed they began to vibrate. The vibrating sensation got deeper and intensified rapidly. Before I knew it, my entire body began to vibrate out of control. From my shoulders down to my arms and my fists, that were still clenched in a claw-like shape, on down through my chest, torso, legs, and feet. For the next few minutes, I noticed I was not shaking. I was vibrating. My whole body was feeling a deep sensation, like a cleansing of the soul. I began to freak out because I realized I was not in control of my body and I wouldn't be able to stop it if it turned into something bad like a seizure. It was at this time my instructor kneeled down close to me and guided me back to focusing on my breath. As I focused on my breath, I realized everything started to slow down. I was no longer in my head. No more worrying. Everything would be okay. It was at this realization that I noticed I felt like I was really floating. I felt like I was out of my body, my mind still totally intact and aware of what's going on, but a feeling of being so light that I felt my soul and not the body, which is merely just a shell of my existence for this lifetime. A deep sense of purpose, calmness, and excitement overcame my emotions with the knowledge that this experience came solely from breathing, no drugs, no plant medicine, no anything to get in an altered state. I found purpose and wholeness in my internal being. I was reborn. At the time of doing breath work, I was in a deep and dark state of depression. Immediately after breath work, I felt confidence and a smile in my heart. My heart opened. I knew this was only the beginning, and that my mindset going into experiencing ayahuasca in a few days was exactly where it needed to be, and it came just when it was meant to come. In the next podcast, we'll talk about your diet before doing ayahuasca, which is also known as the dieta, and all the other prep work to consider before journeying with ayahuasca. <sighs> That's a lot. Um I've... I wrote that blog a long time ago and some some friends gave me feedback like, hey, you know that doesn't really make you want to do breath work or it doesn't make you want to do ayahuasca when you're talking about like thinking you're going to have a seizure and you might die. And I go, well, yeah, that's true, but my job or what I'm doing here isn't to convince you to do breath work, nor is it to convince you to do ayahuasca. All I'm doing is explaining my specific situation how I experienced it, and what it did for me. Having said that, I'm just going back into the headspace of what it was like to do breathwork for the first time, and I remember my instructors told me going into it, hey, like, your fist might turn into this clenched like claw at some point. If it does, don't worry about it. Like that's natural. It sometimes happens for people. And I remember thinking like, okay, sure. Yeah, whatever. Not going to happen to me. Um, and then what do you know, it ended up happening. And I had this, uh, clenched fist and I remember doing the breath work and thinking, oh my God, this is what they were talking about. And I tried to unclench my fist and I couldn't for a little bit. I this is deep. Uh, I thought of my great aunt who was paralyzed and just people that would be that are paralyzed or in a coma, that type of stuff. Um, And I thought about a friend, Robert Mendez, from my high school, Gilroy High, who was born with no arms and no legs. And I just thought of so many people that don't have access to their limbs. And I felt like, like i i felt like what i was feeling was what they must be feeling i don't know how to explain it but i had this um i had this heart opener and i i definitely did panic and i didn't know what was going on my body was not shaking like i said it was vibrating you know they say our bodies are made of 80% water and sound healing uh you're familiar with sound baths and sound healings where, you know, they play gongs and all these different instruments and it's a cleansing of your soul, but really your cells. And it's amazing how sounds really do cleanse your body and it, the vibrations from them. And that's what happened with my body. It was vibrating like it, it was feeling like my whole body was vibrating and my being was being taken out of me and I was leaving it. And then I came back in it, if that makes sense. Um, for and my cousin has epilepsy and I thought of him too and that's like oh my god like is this what he feels like when he's having a seizure am I about to have a seizure and I didn't know what was going on and when my instructor came over and helped me breathe it, it also helped me get out of my head get out of the worry and get into the state of surrender and just let it happen and that's in that moment when I knew there was something more powerful at hand in terms of the mindset of surrendering and not resisting and accepting, but on a deeper level that there's something more powerful at hand in this meaning of life. I mean, you heard in my words, a shell of a body like Earth has been around for what they say, 4.6 billion years, we think. Just think of that for a second. Earth has been around for 4.6 billion years. How, how long has humans been around? How, how long do we know humans have been around? Five, ten thousand 10,000 years, whatever it may be, it, it's nothing. It could be hundreds of thousands of years compared to 4.6 billion years, that's nothing. The universe is infinite in time. Our existence now on this earth, it, our lifespans are in the 70s of years old. 70 years? Say even 100 years, if you have 100 years in this lifespan, what is that? That's nothing. It's a blink in time. My belief is that the real being is on the other side. And this existence that we are in now is maybe it's a simulation, maybe it's a game, maybe we're bored on the other side. I don't know and no one does know. If anyone says they know, then how could they know? Right, I'm not going to say they're full of shit, but how how does anyone know? Anyways, uh, this was this is where my head was at going into ayahuasca, and at the same time feeling love, feeling my heart open, feeling feeling like uh, still depressed, but feeling like okay, like there there is a greater meaning here, there's a greater purpose, and it, I start to get out of my head and uh, all the stories and the drama that goes on when you have depression and you just all you see is stories and the negative self-talk, the negative everything, and you just find yourself going that way. The breath work helped me get out of that. So that was my mindset going into ayahuasca. That was, that was a big one. So uh, my friends, breathe. Remember, when things are going tough, take some time to yourself. If you meditate, meditate. If you don't, just breathe. We all breathe, but breathe intentionally. And if you want to learn more about breathwork, I think podcast number six was about breathwork. One of the early ones was all about breathwork. So highly uh, recommend checking out that podcast. And with that, I will catch you on number three of this five-part series next time. Thank you so much for listening. Much love. Hey, before I let you go, I just want to mention my new podcast called Clone Yourself. I talk about soul life balance a lot in the Soul Seeker podcast. And to me, soul life balance means that you are able to have your spiritual practices separate from your life practices. And what I would consider a life practice is work. I don't think that we should be looking at it as work-life balance because work is just a component of life. So for a lot of us, we get caught in the nine to five. We get caught as business owners or people with a side hustle doing the tedious type tasks and we're working so much more than we might need to work. If you're an entrepreneur and you want to learn how to work less and make more, then please check out my clone yourself podcast by going to the show notes to find the link or just search on your favorite podcast player. Thanks again so much for listening and I'll catch you on the next podcast.